everyone. I'm Dean Turple, and this is Dean Turple's podcast. Today is February 17th, 2022. It's been so long since I recorded a podcast. I was doing them all the time in 2020 because there was so much going on and then slowed down a little in 2021. And now here we are in 2022, and I need to get with the program. So we are in week seven of session two of the spring term. So that's exciting because you're all studying for your finals, um, getting everything settled so that you can complete your clinical for this session and take your finals next week. And then we're off on spring break and then start back up again the second week in March. Remember that um, actually grades are not due. So professors have um, due dates for grades. The college sets those due dates. And the due date for session two grades is not until after spring break. So while I know most of your professors will want to get that information done and out to you, it is entirely possible that you won't have your grade until after spring break, your final grade for your class. Just wanted to remind everybody that we don't can't and don't make final plans for the next session until we get all of those grades in. So you may have some questions, as we do, about exactly how things are going to go for you in the next session. You may not be yet assigned to a professor, especially for your clinical group. Which leads me to the big issue we have going on right now, and that is staffing shortages. So there is a nursing shortage everywhere, and this is very much due to the COVID-19 pandemic. A lot of reasons that all stem from the pandemic. Nurses are tired and leaving the profession, and nurses are moving around frequently and with more opportunities than they've ever had in the past. Our clinical rotations are mostly staffed, so most of the clinical professors are from hospitals. They're working nurses in hospitals. They are adjunct professors. They are not full-time here. They're part-time or adjunct. We are experiencing an extreme shortage of adjunct professors. And this is not just us at Broward College. It's everywhere. Because most schools of nursing, I would venture to say all schools of nursing, are staffed probably 60% with part-time faculty. And I would say that probably 95% of those part-time faculty are nurses working in another area. So this is a part-time job. And their other area is with patient care in some way. Whether it's a advanced practice nurse working with patients, outpatient or bedside nurses, or a nurse educator, clinical nurse specialist, Um, most are working a full-time job somewhere else with patients. Because those institutions have experienced shortage due to people leaving to travel, getting sick, getting tired, um, they, though our adjunct faculty, as with everybody else's adjunct faculty, has sort of had to pull back from their part-time job to put those hours into their full-time job. 
Another thing is that education just does not pay much. It's a great job, and that's why our, all of your professors and all of us are here, and we love it, but the pay is significantly, sometimes up to 50% less than somebody would be making with the same education and experience in the healthcare setting. So if somebody has that opportunity to you know, work a set number of hours, say 12 hours at their organization for over $100 an hour in some instances, they're probably not going to do their part-time job for you know a third of that, if that. So just a little bit of background, you know, obviously we are constantly interviewing and constantly recruiting and constantly hiring additional clinical faculty. And we believe that the situation will turn around. I don't know how soon, but it will turn around actually, because this is a good opportunity for a little bit less um, in involvement in the hospital to be out and to be with students one day a week. So we do anticipate that we'll be able to hire more clinical faculty, but we are having a shortage right now. And we want to make sure that all of you get through the program. So that necessitates a lot of creativity on our part to get those clinical groups covered. And that's why we have to wait a lot of times until the very last minute. It's also why you may need to move between campuses for your clinical group. Those kind of moves are not based on anything other than what we would call a lottery system. So it's not like we pick out a set of students and say, okay, you know, these students with these names have to go to another campus. It's more, we're not going to have enough space here. A certain number of students need to move and it's just by chance. So if you've had to move around campuses for your clinical, that's the reason. As well, many hospitals have made changes within their hospitals. So for example, Plantation General used to have pediatrics. They've moved to a new location and they are now HCA University and they no longer have pediatrics. Um, as you all probably heard, Holy Cross closed their OB unit, their maternity services. So hospitals are really changing around their services and trying to adapt and that then trickles down to us. So there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of movement um, among students, among, I mean, among of students among the campuses and that's the reason. And that's also the reason that you may not see your clinical instructor listed until very close before your, your start date of your next class. What can you do? <laughs> you can be patient. You can keep in touch with your associate dean. Most important of all is keep your complio up to date. Remember that there's no such thing as a deadline for complio. It has to always be kept up to date. That is the most important thing. And that leads me to the question of the COVID-19 vaccine. So I'm still getting students and we are still getting students. The college is still getting potential nursing students calling almost on a daily basis, I guess, and asking, and then we still have some nursing students within our program asking, is the COVID-19 vaccine required? Just like all of our other, all of the other requirements, everything that has to do with clinical compliance. Broward College is not mandating it, but our clinical agencies are. 
The Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services have a mandate that their hospitals, so the hospitals that they pay money to, to take care of patients covered by Medicare and Medicaid, that those hospitals have all of their employees uh, vaccinated with the COVID-19 full vaccine series. There are some exceptions, but the exception window is very, very, very narrow. It doesn't mean you can just write a letter anymore and say, I have a religious objection. Um, they haven't even figured out how they're going to do that yet. So the first thing that the, our participating hospitals, our clinical, clinical agencies had to do was say, hey, we are not gonna take any students without the COVID-19 vaccine. And currently they do not have a procedure for an exception. It will evolve and it will come at some point. There will have to be some kind of exception at some point. But whether that's a year down the road, two years down the road, or three years down the road, I don't know. And right now, the right and the ability for hospitals and healthcare organizations to do that has been approved as high up as the Supreme Court. So right now, we do not have an option for students who do not have the COVID-19 vaccination series. I'm pretty sure that everybody who's on this <laughs> who listens to this podcast knows that, so I feel like that's that old preaching to the choir and who wants to preach anyway, but um, but that that is the reason because I am still getting students calling me saying, well, what is gonna be my option? There are no options right now. We do have a lot of other options though and a lot of other really exciting things going on. We have some workshops going on for uh, what we're calling nursing student success workshops, and there's one on Monday. The one on Monday is goal setting and uh, critical thinking. I, I feel like I wish we could have found a different title because I feel like that title might just be a little bland, but I think you're going to be very, very excited about the information you learn. Um, the next one in March is on reading. We all know how much reading there is in the nursing program, and we have a student learning success faculty specialist developing that workshop on reading, and I think you're gonna be really excited about that one. That is on March 21st. Um, February 21st, next Monday, is the one on goal setting and critical thinking. I will be away from the college that day. I won't be there, so I'll be excited for all of you to attend and tell me how it was. We have done the critical thinking for testing. We have done. Um, we have another exciting workshop coming up. Professor Hernandez from South Campus is a diabetes educator. That's a specialization. That's an exam you have to take to be um, certified as a diabetes educator. Um, and not too many people are certified as diabetes educators. So to have Professor Hernandez as a certified diabetes instructor is. Educator is an exciting thing for us, and he's going to be doing a workshop on diabetes, which is prevalent among, um, you know, in all of the courses in this program. So I don't think there's a clinical, there's a course in this program that doesn't talk about diabetes. So that's exciting. So keep your eyes peeled for all those. Uh, I try to put them all on the Dean Turple Instagram page. We are looking for a way to send text messages, group text messages to remind you of those. And then your professor should have been putting the um, Zoom address into your uh, D2L shell. I believe that the diabetes education series will, our workshop will be on ground. 
because Professor Hernandez prefers to be in the room with his students. So I hope everything's going well. I've been really, really bad about having the um, Dean Turple hours, the student hours on Thursday. So much happens on Thursday. I have so many things coming. You know, today I have uh, meetings all during that time. Next Thursday, I have a workshop on writing NCLEX questions. So things kept coming up on Thursday. So I need to change that date and get that out to you. But um, if it has to do with scheduling, if it has to do with your classes, you really need to see uh, your associate dean first. Um, and actually, all that's even if you don't see your, even if after you've seen your associate dean, I really can't do anything about scheduling. That's not really the role of the dean. That's the role of the associate dean. But, um, you know, my assistant, Ms. Muhammad, she can always set you up an appointment to chat with me, especially if it's just about something program-wide. So good luck. Can't wait to see you guys in session four. If I don't talk to you before, have a great spring break. And study hard. <laughs>